0: Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. 4.05, Monday afternoon, Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. I'm the Institute is today. The rock of J-I-D-A-G-U.F-M, rockoftalk.com. Um, I have a deepening number of people to call this afternoon. Actually, text. Uh, so we'll be taking all your texts. Got a lot to get to here during this first hour as we uh, question what's in the boxes, the weaponization of the three letters, and of course, it's the IRS and the FBI and CNN and all the false. Media but uh, late breaking this afternoon with Donald Trump it uh, looks like he is going after them so the defense becomes the offense and I think we need to figure out more or less what led us to this point uh, at this time uh, with Donald Trump and I got to tell you I think it looks pretty good as I've told you it was going to it will continue to I think look good for us uh, going forward. But remember, we don't have the media on our side. We don't have all of the horses. certainly even in our own stall when it comes to Republicans. We'll talk about that in the second hour and uh, those rhinos uh, who aren't helping us uh, at all, I should say. Um, You know, this goes all the way back to 2020. And, you know, when President Donald Trump issued an order to declassify the documents were delayed to Spygate, the scandal in which Secretary of State Hillary Clinton tried to tie Trump to Russia using the false uh, information. And back in the beginning of 2021, Trump issued a memo declassifying more Spygate documents. That is likely what is in those documents. And that's what we have to pay more attention to. Now, if we go back to probably sort of when Donald Trump left the office and, of course, you know, all the people and the defectors on the January 6th. Trump transferred in January of 2022 15 boxes of materials to NARA. The materials reportedly include documents marked as declassified, okay? The Washington Post then on April 7th reports citing unnamed sources of the DOJ is taking steps to investigate improper removal of presidential records to Mar-a-Lago. So this started, that was the genesis of everything uh, at that point. And then fast forward to June of that year, Trump appointed former national security official Cash Patel and investigative journalist John Solomon as his representatives to NARA. Those are really our only. So you've got epic times and just the news uh, at this point, really sort of carrying the fight. And that's who you need to be paying attention to. um, That's out there. That's, you know, carrying the fight to, to the Democrats. This afternoon, Donald Trump has gone on offense. I think it looks pretty good. But this FBI raid of trump residents has been absolutely unprecedented that's according to a former swat officer and a former fbi officer they said you don't go to this level with a person of this level if you don't or not thinking about filing charges so i think our first inclination that they were going to try and arrest donald trump and they're going to try and take him down is absolutely the case he says i wouldn't be surprised if some charges are filed even if the evidence is not thoroughly vetted so this is going to be a prolonged A sort of situation that I think even blows straight through the midterms at this point. This doesn't look like something that we're just going to go ahead and carry straight up and finish before the midterms. This is going to go through the midterms and into the presidential election of 2024. Now, Donald Trump has actually issued his own timeline of all this. He shared the timeline and the takedown of the FBI's last seven years of failure and collusion because that's how long this has been going on. The FBI's leadership is politicized. We've known that. And all we have to do is acknowledge what has happened to Donald Trump right from the very beginning. Russiagate, back in 2015, uh, Charles Landry, 49, at uh, Twitter, said, seven years of investigation is stupid and nothing to show for it. Here's what they've done. Propagated the Russia collusion hoax, manufactured the Whitmer kidnapping case and blamed it on Trump, helped Biden's, and that's, of course, the governor of Michigan, misclassified domestic extremism cases, targeted conservative parents, placed at least two informants at the Capitol on January 6th. We're looking at probably more than 90 informants overall who helped create the false flag uh, situation on January 6th, and then raided Trump's home to find anything that could prevent him from running in 2024. And in fact, that's what this is all about. Donald Trump has come out and said that the FBI raid on the Democrat, or excuse me, the FBI raid on him is the Democrats' fears and, of course, everybody from Liz Cheney to the Rhino Republicans are all involved in it. I would even say at this point, Mitch McConnell knew a little something. The former president also talked to the media and has brought attention to Wyoming GOP Representative Liz Cheney, his current favorite foe and vice chair, this is from Newsbreak. So this is what the mainstream media is paying attention to. Now, remember, the people who are on the other side of this, they aren't really in deep into the details. They're not reading... 10 20 30 stories on this they're reading maybe one story or parodying what their dad or their mom or somebody else is telling them they don't want to pay attention and they wish that donald trump would go away so there's no real depth to all of this and one of the guys that's actually on their side is alan dershowitz alan dershowitz on the fbi raid has stated that the department of justice lawyers will cherry pick what they want to be redacted when disclosing the final affidavit now this morning The actual judge that gave the finger on all of this stated that the FBI would have to say at least something on these reports that are coming out about whether or not they were going to release the information on the affidavit. However, if you backtrack and you look at this and you see what the FBI has done, they tried to keep all of the information back. Dershowitz said in recent interviews on Friday and then again today that all of this is going to come out very unfavorable for him. But he wants the right to be able to not to be able to vote for him. Now, the court granted the Judicial Watch, which alongside just the news and alongside Epic Times, really, you know, the third leg of this, you know, stool that's keeping us lifted is what Judicial Watch is pushing for. Judicial Watch President Tom Fitton made the following statements regarding Magistrate Judge Reinhardt's decision this morning, granting Judicial Watch request to unseal the affidavit. He said... They affirmed his decision to deny the Biden administration's attempt to keep the affidavit completely sealed. He states in today's ruling that given the intense public and historical interest in the unprecedented search of former president's residence, the government has not yet shown that these administrative concerns are sufficient to justify the complete and total sealing of all this. And that is good news for us. In fact, the judge said stated the government hasn't proven the Trump search warrant affidavit should remain completely sealed. So that again is a, a you know a ruling in our favor. Now he ordered the government to file additional evidence supporting keeping the entire document under seal, along with the proposed redactions to the affidavit. He's also going to review the proposed rea- redactions. Those were originally due this Thursday, Friday, but according to the United States District Court of Southern District of California, excuse me, of Florida, numerous interveners now moved to unseal the materials related to the search warrant. Numerous interveners, that includes the Trump camp, that includes journalists, that includes anybody who's going to go ahead and and basically submit an IPRA, if you will, uh, the availability of this information isn't coming forward. It includes Dow Jones, the Miami Herald, Palm Beach Times, NBC Universal, New York Times, other people on the left also and other news agencies on the left also want to want to have this information redacted. What's really interesting is you have now both the left and the right media coming against the FBI and trying to get this information. Now, all this stuff was released this morning about 940 a.m. when this came out. And the government argues that even requiring it to redact portions of the affidavit that could not reveal agent identities or investigate sources and a method imposes an undue burden on its resources and sets a precedent that could be disruptive and burdensome in future cases. In fact, this would upset the entire apple cart. That means anybody at any point will get into this. If the FBI came after you, this could never be public knowledge. That would work against the FBI, and it's not something that they want to do. 550-5500, if you want to go ahead and text in this afternoon right here into the Kiva. This is a uh, huge win here today, and the fact that Donald Trump has gone on offense after all this has been reported, I think is also a big win. The judge formally rejecting the Justice Department's plea to keep the entire Trump raid affidavit sealed. Uh, has been rejected, and that is no good. So what is in those boxes? Why did the FBI decide to do what it wanted to do? Well, we'll talk, or at least we'll hear from former White House aide Trump's declassified documents had to do with Russiagate. That seems to be the focus. It's not the Kennedy tapes. It's not anything else. It seems to be going all the way back to 2015, and then we'll also talk a little bit about that Florida search uh, as well. Broadcasting off-site from an undisclosed location this afternoon here in Akiva. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Back in three. All right,
1: 418
0: here in the I'm at the Arizona audience. KIV2.fm, rocketstock.com, where we left off. Well, the judge formally rejecting the Justice Department's plea to keep the raid affidavit sealed. So I think it begs the question well, why did they raid? Why did they decide to go ahead and invade? And what is so important to invade to get to those boxes? Well, the judge saying, we've got to know more about this. And according uh, to former White House aide, Trump's declassified documents have directly to do with Russiagate. Former Pentagon chief of staff Cash Patel said in a recent interview that those documents were stored at Mar-a-Lago and marked as classified and were declassified when Trump left office in January of 2021. He says specifically it had to do with the Hillary email scandal, had to do with a whole lot of other stuff. This is all declassified. So Donald Trump made the decision to declassify the documents before he left. I gave you the timeline. I told you where we're at. A warrant and property receipt were unsealed more than a week ago by Reinhart. And then they said to try to keep it under wraps. The president is the ultimate classification authority, Cash says. So if he says it or writes it, it's automatically declassified. Therefore, ergo, there is no crime committed. Now, of course, you can catch... Cash on Cash's corner on Epic TV, and uh, he's speaking directly to Wall Street Journal again. Just the news, John Solomon. John Solomon this morning. Uh, he was on Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck just recently just was hanging out with uh, with Donald Trump up at CPAC as was Sean Hannity. Both hosts are on there, and then of course you know you've got Clay and from Ten to One. So you have to understand like who exactly is involved. Epic Times, Just the News. These are the people that. Donald Trump has entrusted with this information. It's important that you know that so that you know where you're getting the information from. Now, the crossfire hurricane. The investigation was begun back in July of 2016 to investigate claims of Russian interference in the election. So when you hear crossfire hurricane, that's what it's all about. Robert Mueller concluded that the investigation found zero evidence showing that Trump or his campaign coordinated with Moscow to sway the election. He has already been clear. So they're trying to double down right now on Donald Trump after something that he's been completely and totally exonerated of. Now, uh, one of the next targets is going to be Senator Ted Cruz. He said, the uh, and by the, by the way, that's by you, Rhino Republicans, you guys hate Ted Cruz. Those were your top two vote-getters back in 2016 in the primary. He said the FBI raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort was a fishing expedition. There's no reason to think that it's not that. And in fact, that's exactly what the AP is trying to do. They're trying to create, as well as every other liberal news organization out there, of which there's about 85 to 90 percent of all the news organizations, CNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS. That's all the stuff that they're doing. And they're pushing out that Trump's turbulent White House years culminate in Florida search. Is this really what it's led to? I don't think so. Nobody really agrees with this, especially on our side. John Bolton, who is a turncoat, he is the one who's going to the liberals right now because for whatever reason, he and Cheney, and remember, all of these people are part of the Bushes. These are part of the, um, you know, sort of the NWO, New World Order organizations that work very much uh, hand in hand um, with, in my opinion, Lindsey Graham. And, of course, uh, Milt McConnell, as well as the Bushes and all the old rhinos, these are the people trying to keep Donald Trump from continuing to do. In fact, I think Mike Pence has also jumped on board. And, in fact, former resident Mike Pence is talking directly with the AP and the rest of the liberal organizations that are out there. One of the guys on our side is Milt Mulvaney. He said the classified documents, quote-unquote, were serious. I think that he was probably speaking to, of course, the fact that these documents were pertaining to something that had already been finished, but he's also stating, and he would know, that it didn't justify the raid that came from the FBI. Mick Mulvaney said the classified documents seized at Mar-a-Lago were, quote, serious, but he said it wasn't enough of emergency to justify the August 8th raid. He said Trump wouldn't wouldn't have taken the documents if, quote, unquote, he did not perceive it to be into his own interest. Here's the other thing, and this is the question I think that's out there right now. We're hearing different things from other conservative news organizations, and they're saying, well, did he make copies of these? If they seize those documents, do you think he has copies? I ask you right now. You know, I don't have to ask you, but I do ask you, do you think that Donald Trump made copies on all this? Again, the entire time during his, and remember, he's been in politics 35, 40 years. He's been funding everybody from the Clintons, a little bit of money to the Bushes, a lot of conservatives, but everything in the American interest at the time. Donald Trump has been in politics for a long time, and he's gone through some, I think, some real tests in his own life. There's no doubt in, his, in my mind that he has made backup documents and all these. Do those backup documents also constitute some particular crime? As the FBI or the government might try to say, there's no way that it would, because if he declassified them, you can't make copies of classified documents guess what? Donald Trump will also be exonerated. Now, in pop news media, the top things that are coming out are everything against Donald Trump, what he's trying to do to preserve his quote-unquote legacy. You guys have totally trashed it, but Politico uh, put out something by Kyle Cheney saying, Trump's throw everything against the wall response to the Mar-a-Lago search. He says, where exactly did she need to go in speaking to Christina Bob, uh, who had paused to speak to one of the law enforcement officers? Now, Christina Bob was one of Donald Trump's attorney. Bob found a front row seat and sat quietly throughout watching both the FBI and talking directly to reporters as she was there to observe. So Trump and his emissary who was there, Bob's decision to observe rather than partake ended up earning her a grilling from the friendly Fox News, Laura Ingram, who wondered whether she had forfeited Trump's right to help shape the process behind the potential release of the FBI's affidavit. If she was the only one there that was on the site, on site, she is the only one who could possibly tell us what exactly that they were doing there. Why were they there? They would have to have presented the affidavit to somebody to show that they could go ahead and enter the property. Well, she is likely the most... Reliable person, I would think, that would be able to go ahead and read that. Now, that panel is starting to increase and get a lot of additional pressure. You've got uh, Schiff, who's going to be in Las Cruces. Uh, Adam Schiff, the the guy who tried to do whatever he could to take Donald Trump down. Uh, They are very happy about the fact that you've got Mike Pence, who is threatening to cooperate chef said yesterday on one of those news talk shows that he knows of our interest in having him come before us and i'm confident that if he is truly willing and there is a way to work out any quote-unquote executive privilege now i told you this last week i shared the video on tiktok and i let you know that what they're trying to do is get every single turncoat they possibly can to increase the pressure on donald trump because they know They don't have the actual facts. If they can just get the number of people who are willing to testify against him, then they're hoping that's going to be enough. That gravity or the gravitas from all those people who are coming in to, quote unquote, testify against Donald Trump or share what they know, isn't going to be enough to take him down. Because I think Donald Trump has crossed the T's, dotted the I's, and he's literally worked with nobody except for John Solomon and the Epic Times. Pence said, last week that he would consider testifying before the committee but has yet to actually have to testify in front of any committee yet provide any more information all of the information that you're hearing right now is simply from the news the news is regurgitating and repeating everything that they heard from last wednesday pence isn't coming out and saying this multiple times he said it one time he said that he's confident or excuse me he said that he would be willing to participate but it doesn't mean that he's willing to necessarily turn on donald trump so before you guys start feeling a little bit um insecure about all the republicans who are out there i'd say you kind of give Pence an out at this particular point he might end up helping us but seems doubtful given what we're hearing now we've got a lot more to get to here because we got to talk about the weaponization of three letter when donald trump's house is getting invaded and the FBI, and now we have just recently the IRS and, you know, all these things that are really getting a lot of additional muscle. It's really you. It's really every man. And when you think about the IRS and the additional 87,000 agents who are going to supposedly come on board, I don't know that they ever will. You have to think, what are they looking for they're looking to increase pressure against you and your former political holdings that would be those for preserving this country in my opinion we'll also get into the cnn and false media and why they might be crumbling at this time um there's some rumors that anderson cooper may not be returning at host we'll talk a little bit about that and we'll also talk about some of these false media reports that are coming out in other countries as well the former president of brazil Um, This is incredible. When you hear a poll, don't believe it. Um, These polls that are coming out that are saying that a majority of citizens want to see what's going on with Donald Trump and this record number of people who are watching the television right now when it comes to the J6 hearings. I don't believe this stuff. Remember, We didn't believe the polls back in 2016 when Donald Trump won the presidency. Why do we need to go ahead and believe the polls now? And why are any conservatives quoting any polls? I think that's a a more important uh, point to make. And then of course, how does this all impact the midterms at this point? This is Biden versus Trump during the midterms. No, this isn't anybody else. DeSantis is basically falling in line with Donald Trump, and I think that that's pretty important. I think we pretty much have a consolidated front, but the liberal media is trying to gaslight you into saying that there's two different camps, and there are a few rhino Republicans, but it's pretty easy to toss them out at this time, and we'll talk about that during uh, hour number two. I'll take your text uh, directly at 550-5500. We have uh, some uh, discussion about Arizona, Georgia, and Florida, the Pennsylvania Senate race, Bad candidates, rhinos, all of that and a lot more right here in the Kiva. On AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, Rock of we'll also discuss Russia
1: and Ukraine. Keep it
0: in line, you say you want to move on, and you say I'm falling and so you read gone, my mind, 550-5500, for those of you who want to go ahead and text in this afternoon, how's it going, Kevin, and the uh, seven or eight texters you've already texted in, you can text in directly, 550-5500. And I'm broadcasting from an undisclosed location. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, Arizona GOP House Speaker Rusty Bowers, the Constitution, where we're at, and just how things are going. What is at stake in the midst of all this? Trump sought Arizona GOP House Speaker. They sought his help to overturn the election, okay? That's according to every major news media that's out there. He testified in front of the January 6th committee. He lost his primary for state senate to a trump back challenger in all this now he lost his bid for the state senate seat bowers told the guardian which is a british newspaper the constitution is hanging by a thread the funny thing is i always thought it would be the other guys and it's my side he's coming after his own people these are this is the beginning of the rhinos who didn't get enough backing and guys who aren't strong enough to sort of Stand on their own two feet. Now, one of the guys that you thought might be on the other side just came out with a brand new book. You heard him on uh, Sean Hannity this afternoon. And, folks, I think it's really important that we talk about the things that the liberals are talking about on their side. The Independent uh, uh, supplied some information about Jared Kushner. That's right. You thought that he was the mole that was on the inside. Jared sent down an email yesterday. He sent down another email this morning, today, that he was on uh, Sean Hannity. He claims that the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago was another example of Donald Trump's enemies persecuting him. Now, I know that there was some information coming out about uh, Jared being in Minnesota and whatever he was doing at the time, and that the FBI tipped him off, and they're trying to keep him clean because he's afraid of his, you know, father and what he has gone through. He says, "Quote: President Trump is a fighter. He's always been a fighter. He's saying that about his father-in-law and the way that he drives his enemies so crazy." They always over-pursue him and make mistakes in trying to get him. That's basically what has also happened here. It's hard to disagree with uh, Jared. And I think uh, Ivanka, for right now, preserves her uh, good name in all this. Because a lot of speculation has been mounting about which member of Donald Trump's inner circle was was helping the FBI. We've already given you the name. The name is Pottinger. Pottinger. His dad took out President Nixon, and he wants to take out President Donald Trump. That's exactly what this entire thing was all about with the Wuhan virus, and we covered that in last Wednesday's show. So Senator Blackburn, the Mar-a-Lago raid has Americans worrying they can do it to me. And that needs to be the focus going forward, Newsmax. And folks, I'm going to be sending out all of these articles to each and every one of you so you can be sending them out to everybody you know. We need your help at this point so we can get the information. I don't care if they're across the aisle on the same side of things. You've got to keep people informed. You're going to get a link to every one of these in today's blast that I'm going to go ahead and furnish you with at the conclusion of this uh, broadcast. In an interview on Fox News yesterday, she was on Sunday Morning Futures with Uh, She said, we do not exactly know what they are up to. Well, I think we know a little bit more today, especially after what Just the News has furnished us with as well as Epic Times. We know that it's broad, it's been far-reaching, and it's going back for documents anywhere between 2017 and 2021. What we do know is that the Tennesseans I'm talking to say if they could do this to President Trump, they can do it to me. Now, of course a state tax-free state, not a federal tax-free state, but Blackburn, probably one of the most staunch defenders of Donald Trump, and one, in my opinion, one of the better senators who's out there, has uh, really started speaking more to this. And this is going to be an important defender for freedom. You have to understand that she is on our side, and she's talking to people in the federal government, because she knows not to trust the people that are involved in the federal government, Remember, the federal government, these people get in for 15, 20, 25, 30, 50 years in some cases, in the case of Joe Biden. And we know, as in the case of an ex-FBI agent, an agent who has been there for two decades, a former FBI agent, Robert Cesario, pleaded guilty to destroying evidence connected to the corruption trial of former Arkansas Republican State Senator John Woods. Cesario admitted in a plea deal that he paid a company to wipe his computer's hard drive to make the data unavailable for forensic examination. We know the FBI can be corrupt. Now, of course, questions arose in the case about what manner that they had obtained the recordings he had stated. The court ordered that the computer be forensically examined by the FBI on December 4th of 2017 before taking it for forensic examination. Guess what? That FBI agent, after destroying this information, faces up to 20 years in prison and a fine of up to $250,000 plus no retirement. Now, the charges are related to Cesaro's investigation of Woods, who was a pro Trump former senator who's serving 18 years for mail and wire fraud. Those charges and the sentence that has been given to Woods may be also removed. These are just the things, and that happens in the South, and you may not know enough about all this stuff, but these are things that you've got to be paying attention to. Because, folks, this is the FBI. It's the Fascist Bureau of Investigation, and it's weaponized against you, the citizens of this country. Jeffrey Lord of the American Spectator writes about this at length, uh, speaking directly about how the FBI is swooping down on the Mar-a-Lago estate and what it means to you. A more perfect description of the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, the private home of a, a former president of the United States, could not be had just by the FBI. It needs to happen by all other people. He writes, of course, Victor Davis Hansen, a very prolific writer in his own right, was the uh, was on uh, featured last Thursday on Tucker Carlson shows. He says, quote, unquote, we're afraid in the short term, but in the long term, they believe they're morally superior to America and therefore any means necessary or justifiable justifiable for their morality superior ends right now we don't have the rule of law in Washington this is unprecedented at this point well you do know that the the, the Dems have not just weaponized the FBI they've also weaponized the IRS to silence any and all critics me you anybody else who's out there and anybody who would side with Donald Trump's now how much pain can be inflicted upon you under the guise of quote-unquote auditing? What's the number one reason why people register besides, well, I guess a preference for a very corrupt party of the Democrats? What's one of the number of reasons why they register as a Democrat? Because they want to prevent themselves from being audited. The bill passed by Congress last week labeled the Inflation Reduction Act will mean more audits and more investigations, specifically if you are a registered Republican. The bill doubles funding for the IRS Enforcement Division, adding 49000 600 agents as auditors folks 49,600 agents as auditors joe biden is starving the defense department in order to do this we have no visibility anywhere in the world at this point we have you've seen what's happened a year hence from leaving afghanistan we're pulling all of our funding for everything else we're giving it to creating more wars uh, certainly against russia and then of course well what we're doing here in terms of creating a war on our own citizens. The IRS needs funding to improve its service to taxpayers. Of course, they didn't go into work between COVID and working remotely, but 90% of the funds that have been raised through beefed up audits will come from people making less than $200,000 a year, according to the most recent joint committee on taxation. Audits can bring a tsunami of government document demands and repeated visits from IRS agents. Why do you think that they need so many? Now, you're the criminal. The entertainment industry, the the left liberal news industry is trying to do everything it can to go ahead and turn Donald Trump into the criminal. I already started everything out and I told you exactly how this all went right from the very beginning. Donald Trump is exonerated due to the fact that he has declassified all that information, and this goes all the way back to 2015 Russiagate Operation Crossfire. That's what we're looking at. Trevor Noah doing his very best. He... to go after Donald Trump. Donald Trump has spent his career boasting that he only hires the quote-unquote the best people. Well, they gave Trevor Noah a list. Not that he's going to come out with it on his own. Remember, he's from South Africa. He doesn't care that much about what's happening in America. Here's mostly about his uh, contract, and he's a guy that he himself will likely never be audited. He says, can we just take a moment to appreciate how many people associated with Donald Trump have ended up in prison? And he goes line by line. This is the tarring and the feathering of anybody who has ever supported Donald Trump. He joked that it's basically just El Chapo and Donald Trump who have this many underlings in prison. This is the comparison to the low information voter that is being created for the purposes of tar and feathering not just Donald Trump, but also you. Allen Weisselberg, a Trump organization employee for decades, pled guilty to felony charges. Why did he plead guilty to that? Imagine the remarkable amount of pressure that has come against him his business practices, et cetera. They said, if you turn, if you plead guilty, we will give you zero upon zero years. This is not a man, especially at his particular age and what he's done, who's interested in staining his. He's changed his plea of not guilty to guilty and state in lower Manhattan under an agreement made with prosecutors and detailed in court. He'll serve five months in prison, receive five years probation why he agrees to pay 1.9 million dollars in back taxes interest and penalties to the new york state and new york city at this time now i told you that are after you the fbi the irs they're coming after you folks reason magazine i'll send out the uh, link to the article fbi has misled a judge in obtaining warrant to seize hundreds no they're not going to go into your house they're going to go into your bank remember Joe Biden already allowed that to happen the first time. He's going to start auditing your bank accounts where they're at, especially those electronic transactions. They misled a judge in obtaining a warrant to seize hundreds of safe deposit boxes. On top of that, we reserve the right to question the integrity of federal law enforcement officials which include the FBI and the IRS. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva on AM six hundred KIVABQ.fm rock of Appreciate everybody listening here for a wonderful Monday afternoon.
1: The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer, 806060192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful, it works, it's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Do you worry about the next market crash devastating your retirement? What if you could secure your lifestyle with the highest guaranteed lifetime income and never worry again about running out of money? I'm Michael Trujillo, host of Your Money Matters, on Saturdays at 1130 a.m. on The Rock of Talk. Visit safemoneyinfo.com. That's safemoneyinfo.com. Fill out the information to get your free retirement report and listen to us on Saturday at 1130 a.m. The Fed has raised rates by over 225 basis points since the beginning of 2022. The real estate market is changing. We went from a seller's market with 20 to 30 offers for a home to buyers looking at the first opportunity to pick and choose what they want in years. In fact, July was the first month since 2012 where more homes came on the market than came off the market. Exciting, yes, but to put things in perspective, The current interest rates are at December 2018 levels. That was less than three and a half years ago. And remember, 2018 was a pretty good year in real estate. Why not trust the real estate experts, us, the Venturi team of Keller Williams Realty. We have been honored to be the number one real estate team in 2018 and still helping more buyers and sellers in 2022. Call us at 448 That's 448 The Venturi, Venturi Realty, Realty Group, Group of Keller Williams, Williams Realty. Realty.
0: And we're back here in the Kiva on the MC and the ADP FM rocket dot com. Well We've discussed Trump and the raid after David, what's in the boxes, you now know what's there, and now the weaponization is a 3 letter, why this means so much at this time. It's more than election, folks, it is you. Your support for Donald Trump, your support for Republicans, and them generating as much effort as they can against you prior to the elections make it seem like, hey, if you're in agreement with them, everything's going to be okay, and we should go ahead and look into our former president. Should we also look into former people who ran for president? People like Bill Clinton, uh, people like Hillary Clinton, people like Barack Obama, and of course, Joe Biden and his wonderful son, Hunter Biden. I think these are all things that we should definitely be talking a heck of a lot more about. And NBC News poll just came out, and this is more of the fake news. That's there. 57% of voters say investigations into Donald Trump should continue at this time. Well, based upon what you've heard, they're unwilling, and NBC News putting out this uh, information uh, out there, if they're not willing to provide the affidavit, would you feel a little bit differently if they're not going to provide the information, the affidavit? I don't think that any of this uh, information was released um, when they asked this particular question. I don't think anybody said at any point that, hey, you know what, what do we know about Donald Trump? Uh, did he not agree with the affidavit or something along those lines? I don't think any of that information uh, seemingly was coming out. So I think people sort of assume, right? sort of assume that oh, I guess Donald Trump, you know wasn't involved with the affidavit. Jen indicate that he will not unseal much if any of tomorrow uh Trump search affidavit. At this point, we know that he has gone back due to the pressure and the bad precedent that it sets, uh, sets that they will indeed, release more information because if not further FBI investigations won't be able to go ahead and get the confidence of you. 57% of voters say investigations into Trump should continue. Well, they only got that with the assumption of that. And they're trying to criminalize Donald Trump, much like they criminalize, well, former Brazil Prime Minister, head of state, Bolsonaro. What is he being charged for right now? They're going to charge President Bolsonaro over claims in October of 2021 of the social media broadcast. Now, Brazil has recently become, I think, way more leftist. And the federal police are using its own citizens. Remember, Brazil is one of the largest countries in the world. They're going after President Jair Bolsonaro to be charged with spreading fake information about the coronavirus that has killed more than 680,000 of its citizens, including bogus claims according to, yep, of course, lamestream media of a link between AIDS and COVID vaccines. Now, that actually can't be validated because he didn't do that, but they're going after him because he is a far-right populist, and let's not forget of his relationship with Donald Trump. Bolsonaro claimed face masks, the compulsory use of which he repeatedly flouted, had been responsible for many of the deaths during the 1918 influenza pandemic. We ourselves have also discussed this. We're one step, maybe two steps away from that. We're two steps away from if you don't get the vax and you're not on board and we'll get the Fauci in hour number three. He's now retired uh, as of December. It is something that we need to discuss. But senior federal police investigators were reported to have written to the Supreme Court asking for Bolsonaro to be questioned and charged with the crime of, remember, what's J6 all about? Well, (laughs) they want to charge him with incitement incitement when someone encourages another person to commit an offense you not wearing your mask and you not getting vaxxed is now going to be considered incitement if they can get away with this no doubt the leftists are in charge trying to get this all this stuff uh done It's just absolutely and completely uh ridiculous now an article from american greatness uh, talks a little bit more about this stuff uh, at length when it comes to the false media. And the final reliable sources went off yesterday. Thank God, not that I ever paid attention, but I got tired of conservatives consistently repol- reporting on Brian Seltzer. The final reliable sources panel discussed CNN leadership who want to bring network to the back, to the center. Why is CNN suddenly releasing all of its talent? Why is it getting ready? Really of just think about it. it's got rid really of Cuomo, it's got rid of Seltzer. It's got rid of, I think, three or four other shows. And then it looks like they're also going to be getting rid of Anderson Cooper as well. They're trying to present a more reasonable front in the midst of us going through this entire consternation with us on the right. CNN canceled Reliable Sources last Thursday. It's been looking to cut costs, is what it's saying put forth less opinionated content. They said Brian was too opinionated, he was terrible. He came to CNN from the New York Times where he was a media writer. He departs CNN according to Amy Intel's executive president of the talent and content development of CNN as an impeccable broadcaster. And in fact, that's what he did as he left out the door. He says, I'm going to be rooting for this place for the rest of my life. Nothing could be further from the truth. We know what Cuomo has threatened to sue CNN. I would anticipate the very same thing coming from Sel- uh, Stelter. Excuse me. I said Stelter. <laughs> so much of the media ecosystem in 2022 is garbage, but so much, of it, so much of it is spectacular, he said in his closing remarks yesterday. Now, what is he referring to? Is he referring to CNN itself as garbage? No, he's not. He's still going to hold the line, and I think this is part of his contract for his final payout coming from CNN president Jeff Zucker, who no doubt is a stooge for the left. He also hon- hosted journalist Carl Bernstein for his final show. Yes, Woodward and Bernstein, as well as media critics Eric Daggins, Jody Ginsburg, and David Zerwi- Zerowick. Journalist Brian Kareem was also the first guest on Reliable Sources way back in the day in 1992, also made an appearance as the last guest. Good riddance. I think we're done with him. I think our final takedown, and this is something we should all be celebrating on the right, is that CNN is totally in shambles. They don't have one million viewers for a single show. These guys are as phony as it gets, folks. There's no fact checking. It's all personality driven. It's the and as far as I can tell the only place that's actually watching it because I don't think anybody watches this stuff at home Is it's being watched in airports? That's the only time I ever see CNN at all Anderson is about as funny as it gets CNN, is, cle- CNN is, is cleaning house because they don't have a viable financial model going forward and The CNN boss has actually admitted this according to the Daily Beast They put this out. They said more changes are coming to CNN Chris Lick said to staffers last Friday uh, before Stelter's final show. And it looks like Anderson Cooper's uh, final show will be coming here in the next couple weeks. Although I don't actually anticipate them on them following through with that. We will continue covering media stories, including on TV when warranted. He emphasized multiple sources said in response to the concerns that CNN may no longer cover any and all media issues. I really appreciate that all that Brian has done to build the media beat for CNN, despite the fact that they're having to go ahead and go into complete and total shambles by relegating all of their hosts, they're still holding the line for the left. Now, this is, the I think, the difficult part. Even after they get fired, them holding the line and them not willing to come back, how many times have we seen somebody on the right go against their previous employer? For whatever reason, on the left, I think that they have the non-disclosure agreement, their NDA. But how about the additional ass-kissing that goes on out the door as well? In Stelter's final remarks, his last, literally last couple of sentences as he leaves out the door, says, don't give platforms to those lying to our faces. We know that everybody on the left has made a living of completely and totally lying to us including cover-up of the government agencies. What do they get? What type of, you know, sort of um, exoneration do they get? Passers do they get? What type of benefits do they get from cooperating with the government? Folks, the fascism that's taking place in this country has to do with the corporations aligning with media and, of course, aligning with the very few companies that benefit from all this, and they're all against you. You need to understand what has happened Donald Trump can happen to you. We don't know what's in the boxes. They don't want to have to release it. The judge who actually fingered what has happened has stated you have to release it because it provides bad precedent going forward. And we have now seen the weaponization of the three letter agencies, which include the FBI, the IRS, while the media is also Uh, recreating, uh, trying to recreate their image publicly so they can get you to stomach it. 550-50-500. Eddie, excellent show. You're in the groove. I appreciate that. Eddie, could barely hear your intro. Uh, I'm sure you could hear it because I know you could. Hey, last night's homicide was in fact a homicide. Female victim shot and killed at 2nd and Central. I have all the details on that. We'll talk about that maybe third hour. Another femicide here in uh, Albuquerque. Eddie, you're having a good show today. You always do. I am listening. I appreciate that. Andy no tweeting around. Tweeting out, a black female suspect has been apprehended at Hartsville Jackson International Airport in the deadly mass shooting earlier today in Atlanta, Georgia. Black female suspect. And what happened in downtown Georgia today? Two were killed. Marta police had earlier said the suspect's name is Raisa Kenging. So uh, there you go. In the Islamic community, that was uh, certainly internal, it didn't require our corpore- our cooperation outside of that community, same thing happening there. I think it's finally getting to them folks, it's setting in, they're not really sure what to do. Lots to get to, an hour or two coming at you from the ABQ, including Biden versus Trump in the midterms, we'll kick it off there. Arizona, Georgia, and Florida power. Pennsylvania Senate and bad candidates. And also, we'll address the rhinos. We'll do all that and more when we return right here in the Kiva on ABC Albuquerque FM and Rockin' Back.
1: Eddie Aragon,
0: The Rock of Talk. of Talk.com. Our 2 is coming at you here from the ABQ. 505-550-5500 5, here in the Diva, uh, D.D. Muskin enjoying a well-deserved week off. We'll have all the notes uh, that are here. More articles than you have ever received uh, for a show. Everything I'm talking about. In your inbox at the conclusion of this show at 7.30, we'll blast all that stuff out so to make sure that you can share all this information, these talking points and the things that you need to be informed on so you can start educating other people. This is the uh, new speak that you need to go ahead and hear each and every day right here in the kiva thanks everybody for uh tuning in uh, as always broadcasting from an undisclosed location this hour uh last hour included the trump raid affidavit what's in the boxes weaponization reletter, letter and cnn and Pulse media if you missed it go ahead and uh, listen to the podcast on your favorite broadcasting platform for all the notes and the links you of course need to subscribe directly to rocket talk Dot chat. That's Rock Dot Dot Chat. Uh, this hour includes Biden versus Trump during the midterms. That's what the midterms are all about. Arizona, Georgia, and Florida. That's where the power is. We've got to focus on Georgia. You've seen what just happened there. Well, in my opinion, probably another false flag event. Uh, try to be attempted, and then we'll also talk about the Pennsylvania Senate and bad candidates, including Dr. Oz. He's not that good. And then rhinos. How Pence is wrong, and Liz Cheney. I think we also probably need to be uh, talking a little bit about Mitch McConnell a little bit and what he's connected to and who his father-in-law is, 94-year-old Chinese uh, national. And then uh, Mr. Crenshaw uh, talking about how the GOP rhetoric on the FBI, 99% of Republicans are not on that train. Well, seems like he has controlled opposition for their size. You know, everybody who's gone against Donald Trump, you know, these House Republicans, who voted to impeach Donald Trump. I think there were all in all about, uh, what was it, 10 of them who decided to go and do, they have not had it uh, go very well. In fact, Fred Upton of Michigan, Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, John Katko of New York, Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio, all opted not to run at all this year. How about Mihere, or Mihere of uh, is it Mijer of Michigan, Jamie but Wetler of Washington, Tom Rice of South Carolina, and Liz Cheney, they all lost their primaries to Trump-endorsed opponents at this point. And we'll see what it looks likely uh, to be like tomorrow. It is not a good look if you win against Donald Trump. And it doesn't look like uh, the FBI is uh, and the IRS are very much better at this point, despite the turncoats and the pressure that has been going. Re- Representative velado likely benefited from being the only impeachment supporter not facing a Trump-backed challenger, according to the San Francisco Qu- Chronicle. As a result of the primary containing two Trump supporters, voters who support the former president were split between two candidates. So Volato to edged out Chris Mathis by uh, 1,310 votes in the San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, that's what they had reported. Newhouse also faced off against a pair of whole profile Trump supporters as well. Lauren Culp, and Navy veteran, retired NASCAR driver, Jared Sessler. The New York Times reported Newhouse, who narrowly came out on top of the crowded field ahead of the Democratic businessman, Doe White, raised 1.6 million while Sussler had raised five hundred eight thousand, and Culp just 310, the New York Times reported. So only three states use two top primaries for congressional state level elections: California, Nebraska, and Washington using a top two format, Alaska using a top four variant according to Ballotopedia. So in a top two primary format, all candidates are put on a ballot regardless of any political affiliation. Those are the only two places, only two places and something to pay attention to where non-Trump back supporters have been successful. Well, it's kind of interesting because pro-Trump wins in blue states, pro-Trump wins in blue states, and this is according to the Los Angeles Times, Threaten GOP hopes in November. Mm -hmm. They're using this to threaten you. They want you to not back Trump-backed candidates. I just gave you the record, folks. You want to support Trump-backed candidates in any state, okay? Republicans have found success in any Democrat stronghold, Maryland, Massachusetts, when they fielded moderate candidates. However, I just gave you the record. Republican voters have nominated loyalists to Trump in several Democratic states, including Maryland and Connecticut. And what's happening there? They're trying to do that here in the state of New Mexico. Certainly you had Yvette Harrell and um, Ron DeSantis getting behind uh, Mark Ronchetti. I think we've got Michelle Lujan Grisham on the ropes. I think Mark Ronchetti and his team are running a fantastic race at this point. I think uh, the lead is actually larger than what it is, but it's going to require every single person out there. And what has happened to go, you know, between crime, economy, uh, those lackluster jobs, nine months in a row, we've led the country in unemployment. Three quarters of a year, it doesn't look good. Sad day for Connecticut, according to Brenda Kupchik. The Republican 1st select woman of Fairfield and former state representatives after the August 9th race was called for levy days earlier. Trump endorsed levy on speakerphone at a picnic. How is that helpful in a general election in Connecticut? You need to think more about the people who are part of your party. And let me tell you, when you have a Trump supporter, a Trump supporter will support any Republican candidate. And right now we have Republican rhinos who will support anything but a Trump-backed candidate candidate okay and this is what emboldens people like msnbc's tiffany cross civil war is here thanks to the maga mob how are we the mob we're not the ones that took out cities in minneapolis and st louis and riots in seattle and rochester new york or you know even downtown albuquerque new mexico the swamp folks we've got to continue to try and drain that any way we possibly can and we aren't the MAGA mob. MSNBC's Tiffany Cross is way off base on all of this. And this is what happens in a great release uh, from the uh, Republican Association uh, backing the gubernatorial candidates include Mark Monchetti. This is what happens when liberals try to gaslight you, okay? The GOP House majority, according to Fox News, is actually shrinking as Democrats scoring key victories. Election night from tomorrow is only 11 weeks away. We need every Republican to vote Republican. Republicans forecast to win a majority of two to 30 seats, two to 30 seats fewer than they anticipated in July. Remember, folks, they're gaslighting you. All of this information is simply trying to undercut your confidence because we were as strong as we possibly could be. Republicans are predicted right now to take control of the House in November. However, not the Senate. Well, if you believe them, and I don't necessarily believe them, I believe that we're probably going to get the Senate as well, if you can hold it. Democrats right now are feeling better about their Senate odds. They're trying. This is the hubris that's coming in. They're taking some polls. The Hill just put out some new information uh, that's out there. They said Democrats have a zero margin for error. Well, look at how many people they have on the Senate. The Senate is split 50-50 with Kamala Harris with the uh, tiebreaker. Kristen Gillibrand, Democrat out of New York, former uh, presidential candidate, I wouldn't suggest taking a victory lap just yet, but slowly but surely you're seeing the signs that this may not be so bad, after all, at least in the Senate. Now, let me tell you what's going on here. They're trying to prevent Republicans from raising too much money. That's what's going on. That's all that's happening. Pay attention. This is the key fundraising place. Why would they be putting out this information? Don't play, don't believe the hype. Don't think that we have less forecast. This is the news media trying to control the fundraising at this point. Donate as much as you can. Restoring America and the Washington Examiner just put out, Democrats could easily keep the Senate. Oh, That's certainly the case. We've seen some of the polls that's come out, but we have to look at those polls back in 2016. Heck, if I lived in Pennsylvania, I would even vote for Dr. Oz, even though he is a terrible candidate okay but anybody's better than anybody that they have that's coming from the left and is sponsored by the democrat you have to think more closely about how they were trying to gaslight you trump supporters and detractors are mere images this coming from the Wall Street Journal, the Mar-a-Lago search reveals both camps are loathe to take responsibility for the choices that they make. They're trying to undermine their con- your confidence, and they're trying to make you feel bad for ever supporting Donald Trump, folks. Back after a quick break here in the studio. Everything I wish I did know But you Can't be Hey, I'm the Kenji i the I'm here in the It's a beautiful Monday afternoon ideas. Yeah, so we've got a lot more to address. no doubt. Yeah, I'll be talking about uh, you know weather, rain, flood, back to school, climate, Albuquerque, COVID, all of that. There's so much as we get back into the news cycle once again. Like this is when back to school gets back into, into play. You know we've got monkeypox. We got you know what's happening in the Islamic world, China, Taiwan, the economy, Netflix, energy, Alec Baldwin, immigration, space, communism, Islam. We got it all. And we'll talk about it each day from 4 to 7, uh, right here in the Kiva, 550 if you want to go ahead and uh, text in. I will post all of these notes. And if you're a new subscriber here this afternoon, folks, uh, you will get this for free for the week as I blast out all of this information, Biden versus Trump during the midterms. And uh, the guy that I just literally just interviewed just a uh, week and a half ago, Kurt Schlitzer, S. C. H. Uh, L. I. C. S-C-H-L-I-C, Slickler, excuse me. Um, he is a great guy. I really like him a lot. I was hanging out with him and, and Larry O'Connor. And he, here's how he starts out his, his write-up. He says, wake up, flackadons, flackadcons, or flaccids classic cons you know where that's going it's not 2005 anymore he says oh mike pence you soft naive little man oh tim scott you kind and friendly gentleman i like you both i really do i'd love for you to be my neighbors if i ran a short of uh, sugar or charcoal you'd square me away not so much bourbon but whatever if i asked you to help me or to give me a ride to the airport you suckers would be all in because you're just nice guys and that's your problem and the problem of republicans like you. You're a nice guy in a time that calls for ruthless killers who want to destroy our enemies and leave them on their backs, figuratively cockroaching on the floor. We want vengeance and victory. You want hugs. I guess that's nice. Hug world would be pleasant, but It's the hardcore bomb throwers like me at Aragon, and other people who are out there who get us to the stage by pummeling our enemies into submission. You find that unsavory, disconcerting, unseemly. You would prefer a world of comedy, collegiality, and unicorns, and that ain't happening until we warrior cons have broken our enemy. I use the E word, yes, and exacted our payback and thereby ensured their pain is so great that they will not dare to dream of repeating this nonsense again for a generation for fear of our righteous wrath. I could not agree with any more of every word and every line of what Kurt Schlesker is uh, is writing exactly there. And they're doing it in three states, most notably in Florida, I would say more in Arizona than in Georgia, but it, it's gonna be the states who are gonna basically bring us back. Tomorrow's Florida and New York. It's the uh, final primaries, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that are out there, and you gotta be paying attention to what happens in Florida Florida, and, excuse me, and New York, and of course California always, as Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, who is not just a rising conservative star but is also helping Donald Trump leading the charge. Redistricting has left two longtime House Democratic colleagues competing for the same seat for the first time in a while. Oklahoma Republicans will choose between two Trump loyalists competing in a runoff. We'll pay attention to that, but they are dyed in the red. So make no mistake about it. Whatever comes out of Oklahoma will be firmly in Trump court. So here's what we're paying attention to tomorrow. Once the largest uh, swing state in the country, Florida, Florida is trending Republican. People are moving there in droves. State Agricultural Commissioner Nikki Freed and U.S. Representative Charlie Chris, who has once governed himself as Republican, are vying for the Democratic nomination and compete against DeSantis in November. They don't have a chance you know it i know it the entire country knows it in new york they're holding a second round of primary elections after voting in june for statewide races tuesday will cover the state's 26 house seats and also the uh delayed date after the judge order will redrawing of up political maps new congressional districts have caused democratic consternation carolyn maloney who represented new york's upper east side for three decades is facing jerry nadler who's represented the upper west side for just as long I don't know how he's going to walk and talk as big and fat as that man is. Maloney, 76, Nadler, 75. One thing we know about Democratic, uh, you know, leadership is they are old. Pelosi, Biden, etc. Uh, these are people that we can take out. Running in the same primary as Siraj Patel, the 38-year-old attorney who says it's time for a new generation of leaders. I think we need to do the same here in New Mexico when it comes to to Republicans. I think anybody would would agree with me on that. And finally, two Trump supporters are competing for the GeoPirate primary runoff from the remainder of Inhofe's term, which expires in January of 2027, or Inhofe's. Representative Marco Wayne Mullen is a plumbing company owner who won his Eastern Oklahoma seat in 2012 Finished atop the 13 candidate GOP field in June, but came up short of the 50% threshold He needed to clinch the primary outright in just short He was endorsed by Trump, but only after finishing first in the primary So that's what we'll be paying attention to tomorrow as all of those results uh, come in And you got to be paying attention to what's happening in Florida overall because whatever Ron DeSantis does that is becoming more and more the voice of reason, uh, I think, for the moderates, as well as anybody who's just looking for a better life uh, and is not embroiled in controversy like Trump is. This is where uh, Governor Ron DeSantis actually helps Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis, after what he did a week and a half ago, was just sued by state attorneys, uh, including the state attorney who was suspended directly for wokeness. Uh, according to this uh, particular write-up, it uh, looks like this guy is, is going after just trying to make some type of story about DeSantis. But DeSantis is getting a lot of play, even in New Mexico, where he's hardly even discussed. And he was just recently in as Ohio, goes, so does the rest of the country. DeSantis, DeSantis has touted his record stumps for G.D. Vance in Ohio. That's right, folks. Last Friday evening, it's important that the people of Ohio send JD Vance to the U.S. Senate this year. Republicans need to take back a majority. And I think we'll, we, will, we will just get just as important as just having the majority. We need people that are going to be willing to go up there and do something with the majority. This election in 2022 is about the fundamental question, quote unquote, will we continue to be a state that provides opportunities for patriotic Americans? Or will we continue to go down the path of Joe Biden and Tim Ryan of failure? or loss of opportunity and loss of what makes this country great florida governor Ron DeSantis has taken it even a step further and every blue state should be taking notice of what's happening because just this morning he decided to go after and arrest 20 people for voter fraud that's right folks this is where this whole thing needs to go down while he's getting sued at the very same time, Ron, Ron DeSantis is getting record numbers in terms of the people who are politically participating. The move was described as the opening salvo for the Office of the Election, Crimes, and Security, created by Ron DeSantis himself. We need to do that here in the state of New Mexico once we have power. Hopefully, Mark Ronchetti can do that. It, it was approved by the Florida legislature as well. Some few of the office could discourage minorities and other communities from voting. Don't you think that we could possibly, instead of having a politically correct uh, legislature, one that would come down on ethics and tell us, as you have uh, listened to a number of our hosts talk about, of, uh, uh, you know, basically policing our speech and instead say policing our elections. They did not go through any process, they did not get their rights restored, and yet went ahead and voted anyways, according to DeSantis. This is against the law, and now they're going to pay the price for it. 20 people, folks. These people who were following up are outside the contours of, according to this, Amendment 4. They received two years in prison and, actually, could be up to five years two years in prison and a $5,000 fine. DeSantis also said the Office of Election and Crimes and Security would also be looking at voters who were undocumented when they cast their vote in 2020. That would be absolutely incredible if he were able to do this. And well, in Arizona, Senator Mark Kelly, trying to get some sort of, I don't know, good karma from his own party, failed to answer a question And dodged a question in fact about Joe Biden possibly campaigning with him by saying when he was asked directly would you be willing to have Joe Biden campaign with you (laughs) he said I'll welcome anybody to Arizona well that's the best non-answer that uh, you could hear from a politician 90 days, 11 weeks uh, from the voting, and that's what's going to be happening right here. What about Georgia, Herschel Walker? Let's look at Herschel Walker for a moment, okay? Herschel Walker has been absolutely pummeled in Georgia media. This is Georgia's favorite son, a Heisman Trophy winner back in 1983. He's been endorsed by Trump despite all the good things that have been going his way in so many ways uh certainly in in georgia and the thing that's working against him is the fact that donald trump is squarely in his corner he spoke to a crowd with a lot of conviction and drive he took every single position that you expect donald trump to have taken and finds the roots and reasons in his own life story when he speaks to crowd he talks about growing up poor he talks about picking up peas and cotton and he talks about his testimony about how he did so much and accomplished so much is like this is the guy who's exercised every day of his life these are the stories that need to be celebrated but the news media refuses to celebrate anybody who is black and anybody who is conservative Herschel Walker certainly is one of those another guy well Mark Robinson made history as the first black lieutenant governor of North Carolina he's taking the fight He is a charismatic politician and he has an autobiography that's coming out and he's also on the ballot. Folks, every blue state will absolutely amplify any racial minority until they either like Donald Trump or they are Republican. 550-5500, that's 550-5500 if you wanna go ahead and text in this afternoon here in the Kiva. Well, when we return, we'll talk about Pennsylvania. Sort of an doctor Oz and... Yesterday I got so old, I felt like
1: I could die. Yesterday I got so old, it made me want to cry. Go on, go on, just walk away. Go on, go on, your choice is made. Go on, go on.
0: The world is full of fools. here in Akiva on Amstic, America, Kav, the Well, the 50 50 in the Senate has everything to do with what is happening in Pennsylvania, and uh, Donald Trump has done everything he could to back his friends, and that would be Doctor Oz and. I'm not in the business of defending Dr. Oz. I hate his policies at this posi- at this time, um, but I think at least he's a little bit closer in that he's registered a Republican, but he's going to need an awful lot of help because take a look at how the liberal media is hitting him. And they are hitting him hard. In fact, I had just downloaded the uh, Newsbreak app. I'm sure many of you guys are probably also downloading that app as well, regardless if you're Democrat or Republican or wherever you are, you got to be connected to the people around you, the communities around you. So uh, no doubt you have to pay attention. And there's four articles that came out and why would I be getting them as national news? Well, Dr. Oz is a national figure. I dumped him from our radio station some years ago based on his position. So, I'm not trying to defend him, but I will defend him in this particular election. I do get a little bit worn out with, I think we could have found a much better candidate in Pennsylvania. I'm not sure why we could not, but, you know, remember Phil Philadelphia is a place where, you know, Barack Obama supporter showed up and voted at a 109% clip. Yes, folks, 109%. I don't know what else I could possibly say about this. So something called time to log off. It's a weekly series documented in many ways our political figures show their whole asses online. They go after him with conviction. They said, well, 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 the erudite sociopath, Dr. Roz okay, <laughs> They go after his background. I mention this because I've ever been able to come up, according to the article, with for a gazillionaire TV personality, Mehmet Oz, campaign to become the next senator for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, a state in which he barely lives. And yes, they put all the information out there, which has been said about the razor sharp media savvy deployed by his Democratic rival, John Fetterman. These guys are like taking their claws out way worse than what we're doing here locally. Um, we're getting no national attention on our race. I wish we were worse. But here's here's the tweets. Dr. Mehmet Oz, I purchased my houses with my money. You lived off your parents. This is, this is Mehmet Oz on Fetterman. You lived off your parents until you were almost 50. Regular people don't mooch off their parents when they're 50, Fetterman. Get off the couch, John. Fetterman writes, I've never spoken to pennsylvania resident who doesn't know how many houses they have let alone be off by eight total houses i can't tell if he's crying or failing to sound like a regular person with only two mansions or if he genuinely has no idea how many houses that he owns now remember dr oz has spent 12 and a half million dollars of his own money on this particular race tom wolf who's governor of the state of pennsylvania spent 10 million dollars to get himself elected and i think we probably should you know give a little bit of a tip of hat uh, to that to what it takes to actually winning these races so what's dr oz saying here according to this guy who's trying to take him apart you're so poor you couldn't own a home whereas you're so unbelievably stinking rich that i bought a bunch of houses myself this is what the liberal left does is they make fun of people who are able to do on their own accord now i'm not a defender of dr oz but i am a defender of anybody who's able to go ahead and make money for themselves and provide for themselves And basically pull themselves up by their own bootstraps. Certainly Dr. Oz, however he has done it, has done it. And he should not be faulted for that. Parody Twitters are now coming into play for Dr. Oz. A parody account created by a paralegal mocking Dr. Oz's Crudites campaign video has now gone viral. How does it get going viral? Every single media outlet out there is trying to bury Dr. Oz. Why? Why? Not because he's Republican, but because he's backed by Donald Trump. The account, created earlier this month, mocks the April campaign video of a veteran TV host watching the name of Redner's grocery store as he shops for vegetables for a crudite platter. <laughs> Oz's original video has been shared more than 300 times on Facebook, 600 times on Twitter, reaching more than 250,000 people. The parody of it has been shared over 4,000 times and 62,000 times on Twitter. Think about that. That's 100 times more on each platform, reaching 32 million people. So be careful what you share on social media. The parody Twitter account is completely and totally undiscernible between his real account and the fake account. The video shows the Republican walking through a Redner's market in Pennsylvania where he attempted to go ahead and show what he could do, how he's doing it. Where he mispronounces the name of the store as Wagner and complains about inflation and the soaring cost of vegetables needed to make a crudite platter. So there you go. How do you get to a candidate? Well, you make him seem like he doesn't know what he's talking about, and he has no connection with the local people, and he has too many houses that he could care less. Well, further distancing, Dr. Oz's unbelievable amount of time that he has been in people's homes talking to them about medicine whether you agree with him whether you disagree with him best way that they can go ahead and create a larger bridge between him and the voters make him seem like he doesn't even live that's right doesn't even live in pennsylvania newsweek is putting this out dr oz says pennsylvanians do not care where you're from James Bickerton, uh, this one released just a few days ago. Dr. Oz has been in Pennsylvania's do not care where you're from. No, that's not what he said. Following criticism, he's running as a GOP Senate candidate for the state, despite living in New Jersey until 2020. The TV personality turned diehard Donald Trump supporter has come under fire for his links to the state from Democratic rival John Fetterman, according to the article. Oz addressed the controversy directly during a campaign stop at a car dealership in York on Friday. Speaking of reporters, he said, quote, unquote, Pennsylvanians do not care where you're from. They care what, you're, what you stand for. But if you're serious or excuse me, if you're curious, my father as an immigrant came and settled just south of Philadelphia. I went to school, medical school and business school in Philadelphia, met and married my wife. So pretty connected to Pennsylvania, but the media, the Democrat Party. And every single power that's out there because of who he's backed by, Donald Trump, is attempting to separate him from Pennsylvania. Well, here's where they actually are getting a little bit of traction. And this has to do with his actual profession. According to the the advisory board, and this is backed up, had people with no medical training on the Dr. Oz Show advisory board. So if they're giving medical advice, they're stating that he promoted fake treatments. But well, we do know one thing about the Democrats is they absolutely love accusing people of what they themselves do. Nobody could be fake than Dr. Fauci himself. The 43 member board included people with no medical training. They say who pronounced extreme and debunked treatments claims they supported included drinking onion juice for the flu and subscription meal plans for curing cancer. Also, according to the report, his medical advisory board supported claims that he made on the Dr. Oz show so he could peddle, influence, and make more money. This is what they're saying about Dr. Oz. This is why it's important for you to defend certain parts about him. Dr. Ben Abella, emergency physician in Philadelphia, told Insider that the 43 member board projected a quote-unquote aura of legitimacy on Oz and his show, which ran for 13 season, was canceled last December after Oz decided to quote-unquote run for office. He organized an event called Real Doctors Against Oz in support of Oz's political opponent, U.S. Senate candidate John Fetterman. Nobella said Oz used the show and his advisory board in ways that preyed upon viewers' desire to be healthy and instead supplied them, quote-unquote, with misleading home remedies and treatments, treatments that at best were helpful, unhelpful, and at worst dangerous, but always padded his pockets. This is what they do. The tar and feathering of Trump supporters, the tar and feathering of Trump himself, the tar and feathering of anybody who's associated with Donald Trump. That's exactly what's going on in this country. And it's time, folks, that you guys pay attention to exactly what's happening. More on the show when we return. A lot more, in fact. We'll talk about those rhinos who aren't helping our cause. We all know that. And um, we've got to talk about Russia and Ukraine as well, specifically about what happened uh, over the weekend to kick off Hour 2. We'll get into weather, rain, floods, and drought. Um, Also, I want to talk about a report that's coming from China as they are planning to use chemicals to generate rain to protect its grain harvest. Now, that should probably perk your ears up quite a little bit. And I'm going to share this with you. If you subscribe today to rockoftalk.chat, I'll blast all this information out. You're going to get all these links. I think there's probably more than 110 links from today's show if you subscribe. You'll get all these links, everything that I'm talking about in today's show if you subscribe at rockoftalk.chat for this week only. That's right, folks, for this week only, you'll get it 100% free every single week. Uh, It'll be drinking through a fire hose, absolutely, this week, more information than you have ever received. But back to Russia and Ukraine, the car blast kills the daughter of Russia known as Putin's brain. Russia blaming Daria Dugninga's killing on female Ukrainian assassin. If you want to see the picture of her, I've got that. And uh, we got to talk about that to kick off uh, hour number three. Also, back to school. Um, Everything from you going back to whether or not college is worth it. And uh, also, you know, top administration officials in the Obama administration warning against student debt cancellation not because the deadline is near for them canceling that, uh, but because they can't afford to cancel it. Remember, they need all the money they can get. And of course, it's, you guessed it, another election. We'll also talk about uh, how mental health is being addressed and inflation weighing on back to school buying for a lot of families, as well as uh, those are having to deal with Transgender for the very first time. So we'll do all that. And of course, the crime in Albuquerque over the weekend. Thanks everybody for tuning in on AM 1500 KIV82.fm. Rock of time. You better say top. your friends a <laughs> whisper to the wise <laughs> thank your lucky stars <laughs> for coming out tonight. <laughs>
1: you should oh, the down. Down. Put your foot down
0: your city can be me, 5.48 here in the Kiva on the instant, FM, an entire playlist, uh, for you, it will be part of the show notes uh, this afternoon as I blast all that information out. It will be very different than what Dowd normally uh, generates. Uh, there will probably be, I don't know, ten times more links. All the information that you're hearing here this afternoon here in the Kiva will be available to you at the conclusion of this show. As uh, Dowd enjoys a well-deserved uh, time off, maybe for the very first time in his life. I'm going to talk about rhinos uh, this segment. And you understand that Mike Pence is absolutely wrong. The Department of Justice and the FBI is way deeper than Merrick Garland. Federalists addressing this. Of course, the former VP is still trying to sound reasonable by saying the GOP shouldn't criticize the FBI, but the Bureau is saturated with political bias and it must be purged. Just like your voting locations and your election locations need to be purged. It's the same thing with the deep state, the FBI the CIA, the IRS, all the three-letter agencies that are are involved uh, with the government. I also want to remind my fellow Republicans, he says, that we can hold the Attorney General accountable for the decision that he made without attacking the rank-and-file law enforcement personnel at the FBI. The rank-and-file law enforcement personnel are the very people who also took the very same oath as the leadership and as the administration and who also need to be held accountable they took an oath to this country and I think we need to go ahead and remind them of that under perjury of law possibly uh, 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 of you know traitorous to their nation Adam Schiff is licking this stuff up they love the comments that are coming from Mike Pence remember as I stated in the first hour he said that they're encouraging he's going to help our probe with what the invasion of Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate with something he did during his administration? No, 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 no. During the January 6th probe panel, they're looking for anything. They're grasping at straws. You need to fight back, folks. You need to fight back. You need the information that I'm providing for you. You'll get it at the conclusion of this show. He said yesterday he knows of our interest in having him come before us. I told you that. Why is Pence trying to make a deal? Does he not have the attorneys? Did he not think long and hard enough about all this? And why the hell is Dick Cheney's daughter, Liz Cheney, who's already lost her primary, why is she commenting on the leadership of the Republicans when she wants to be the Republican nominee for president? They're putting her up to this because she knows that her legacy, her father, the Bushes, everybody in all of this could be absolutely exposed. She said on Sunday that the large portions of the Republican Party are, quote, unquote, very sick that many of her Republican colleagues continue to believe in what Trump says. Not only do we believe it, we've lived it, Liz Cheney. Despite losing the election, she said she will continue to fight on for what she's believed in. She believes in nothing but herself, the power and the corruption that she has basically always been a part of with her father. Now, also involved in this is GOP representative Dan Crenshaw. He's coming after you, Republicans. He's coming after conservatives. Many of you rhino new Mexicans as well, right? Even some of you guys wouldn't agree with this. He says that all the rhetoric coming from the GOP is crazy. It makes us seem like extremist Democrats. Oh, does it? Just because you're missing an eye and you're handicapped, we should believe everything you say. I don't say that in just. I say that with honesty. He rebuked us. He rebuked his own party's quote unquote violent rhetoric according to mainstream media that's being put out by the business insider this is the way they're tarring and feathering us lawmakers like marjorie taylor green have called for the fbi to be defunded nothing wrong with that we saw what they did with Hunter. nothing we saw what they did with donald trump and that is violate every reasonable aspect of the law that we think brenshaw said the majority of republicans are quote unquote not calling for violence who's calling for violence ever Crenshaw needs to go ahead and look to some of the people in his own district. He needs to look at what's happened in places like Seattle, Minneapolis, and all these other places uh, that have been calling for Black Lives Matter and Antifa. He says, quote, unquote, I will tell you what frustrates Republicans when you hear that kind of criticism. Last time I checked, you had even the White House spokesperson saying, yes, people should be out protesting in front of the Supreme Court justices' homes. Remember what happened with Brett Kavanaugh? Remember how they threatened him, his life? Now they're doing the very same thing. When are you going to stand up, Republicans? The time is now. The information at rockoftalk.chat. Liz Cheney on stopping Trump. Pence testifying on January 6th on this week exclusive. Who's she with? She's Well, besides the three-letter agencies, you have the three-letter network. CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN. They're all pushing out the same crap that is out there why is she talking about pence what friend is she of pence why isn't mike pence on board with donald trump and what he is saying i mean between crenshaw and liz cheney how can he be the spokesperson for the gop saying that 99 of republicans are not on quote unquote that train i think 99 of the republicans are on that train i think what happened to Donald Trump and what's happened to you and what's happened to this country is an absolute travesty. Liz Cheney, according to Zero Hedge, is entering the second stage of grief, blaming us for her loss. You think we're stupid? You think we're the misinformed, low information voters, Liz Cheney? Liz Cheney has decided now to elevate herself beyond her loss and go after two additional people. She's going after Missouri Senator Josh Hawley. She's also going after Texas Senator Ted Cruz, stating, quote unquote, that the both aren't fit to run for president because they objected to the electoral call certification of the 2020 election. If this is a good Republican and you call yourself a good Republican, then I need to never be a Republican again. Folks, this isn't a good Republican. Liz Cheney couldn't be more Democrat, regardless of her policy positions on any of this stuff. As part of the interview with Jonathan Carl on ABC News, the perpetually landslide loser Liz Cheney of the August 16 Republican primary dissed both lawmakers because they quote-unquote know exactly what the role of Congress is in terms of our constitutional obligations with respect to the presidential elections, yet both of whom took steps that fundamentally threatened the constitutional order and structure of the aftermath. No wonder we never really prospered under President George Bush, neither of them, and certainly none of the leadership of her father. Dick Cheney lashing out whenever he possibly can. Well, the Rhinos aren't complete without their head leader. And that would of course be Mitch McConnell. And I did some deep diving into all this and I looked into his father-in-law, James Cho or Chow, a communist national or excuse me, a Chinese nationalist. Okay. Donald Trump has now responded to Mitch McConnell about the GOP possibly not retaking the Senate during the 2020 mid- midterms. He said this on Truth Social, which I'm not a part of, full disclosure. Trump said the Kentucky Senator is, quote, unquote, broken down political hack and challenged historic his loyalty to the Republican Party. Why do Republican senators allow a broken down hack like Mitch to openly disparage hardworking Republican candidates for the United States Senate? The Wall Street Journal coming out trying to do what it can to slice against the GOP and any strength that it might have. Saying that the GOP needs to go ahead and do what it can to get as much money as they can by going to Mitch McConnell. No thank you. If you're a U.S. Senate candidate and you go to Mitch McConnell, you need to go ahead and quote-unquote better call Mitch like we better call Saul. You have no future. You need to run on principle, not payola. Ohio should have been a layup for the GOP this year, according to the Wall Street Journal. The Senate seat is currently held by Rob Portman, who's retiring after two terms. The state has been trending right, and Mr. Trump has carried it by eight points, but Democrat Tim Ryan, a member of the House, is portraying himself as a moderate despite liberal voting record and has outraised the Republican. Same thing has also happened in Florida as well with Marco Rubio. Pay attention to these races, folks. And back to James Chow. Who does Mitch McConnell work for? Well, look at his wife. Look at James Chow. Born in December of 27, 1927 that is, of a rural farming village in Malu in Jading County. His career, he is a multi, multi-millionaire donating 30 and $40 million a year to Harvard. And he's also father to Elaine Chow, former secretary of the Department of Transportation in the Donald Trump administration, a complete and total turncoat, someone who's stooging for the other side, and also served during the Bush administration as well. The only fault I can see at all with Donald Trump is him trusting these people at any time for any reason. The James Chow Chairman Foundation has raised more money than just about any other organization in America it's absolutely disgusting so mitch mcconnell crenshaw well you of course know liz cheney and any other turncoat who's out there you are absolutely doing your best to lose this november election at a time when we need to preserve our country more than any other time our three you and me will make our three Right here in the Kiva when we return on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, Rock of We've covered rhinos, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, Florida, Biden versus Trump, CNN and the false media, also the weaponization of the three letter agencies, what's in the boxes, Trump raid affidavits uh, in hour three. We're going to address the weather, the rain, the floods, the drought, and also back to school when we return. A full local hour for hour three.
1: You can this, I'm tired trying Make my way back home with a love to fly Make my way back home with a love to fly I'm alone with me, I can't quite make it That's great, it starts with an earthquake Birds, and snakes, and airplane not a crane. I am a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Turn world shows its own needs. Dummies serve your own needs. Beat it up and knock speak front, no street up the ladder. Starts to clatter with fear. Fight down high. Fire in a fire. Representatives have engaged in a government for hire in a combat site. Left to us are coming in a hurry with the furies beating down your yeah. My team, my team rebel, Trump, Kevin crop, look at that, no claim, fine, dead, uh-oh, overflow population plumbered, but it'll do, save yourself, save yourself, world, such your tone, need, listen to your heartbeat, dummy, with the rapture and the reverend, and the right, right, you economic, patriotic, it, patriotic, slam, fight, 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 Feeling it, pretty, sight. it's the end of the world, as we know it, it's the end of the world, as we know it, it's the end of the world, as we know it, it's
0: 606 and the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am at Eric on the Rock of Talk on the 1600 k the ABQ.fm, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500 if you want to go ahead and uh, tune in to the broadcast uh, this afternoon with your input. Uh, we could uh, always use your input when you like, of course, and uh, as needed. Uh, a lot of people, you know, texting in, especially about Dr. Oz. I don't really want to hate on anybody who's Republican at this point, but I think it's something that we just got to continue to talk about in terms of how we need to position our country uh, going forward. So, a lot of uh, ground was covered on the first couple of hours Trump in the boxes, weaponization of three, letter, seen it in the false media, hour two, Biden and Trump in the midterms, Arizona, Georgia, Florida, Pennsylvania, and of course the Rhinos. Uh, we're going to wait for Russia and the Ukraine until tomorrow. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, and I want to jump into Here locally Weather rain floods drought where in the hell are we on all of this? It's absolutely disgusting Um, But you have to understand as I have for a long time that a lot of the weather is generated by people now this comes from a small I don't know radio station in Lexington, Kentucky 88.9 88.9 W.E.K.U. It's sort of few and far between when this stuff gets generated. And once in, a, once in a while, the liberals make some mistakes. Here is one of those cases. This news coming out of Chongqing, China. China says it will try to protect its grain harvest from record-setting drought by using, quote-unquote, chemicals to generate rain. Let me repeat this, you chemtrail deniers. This written in the AP on an NPR station. China says it will try to protect its grain harvest from record setting drought by using chemicals to generate rain. While factories in the Southwest waited Sunday to see whether they, quote unquote, would be shut down for another week due to shortages of water to generate hydropower. Did this just escape their notice that they're running cover here in this country for how long? The hottest driest summer since the government began recording rainfall according to the report 61 years ago and why has wilted crops and left reservoirs with half their normal water level chemtrail validation from the left all in one article shared on your notes at rockoftalk.chat well what's happening just south of there south and i don't know a couple of uh, a few hundred clicks to the right there Floods and landslides leave 40 dead in northern India. Mumbai. We've got lots of floods in Delhi and Mumbai. 40 people have died and others are missing in flash floods, triggered by intense monsoon rains in northern India over the past three days. Rains inundated hundreds of villages, wet away mud houses, flooded roads and destroyed bridges in some parts of Himachal, Pradesh and Uttarakhand states. What? What the hell is happening here? Wait, you have to generate rain over there. and we got floods happening over here. There's something off. There's this beautiful balance to the uh, blue world that we live in. But it no longer exists. Is because mankind, and this is part of what their belief is, has messed with the ecosystem, which includes the weather system. And it's happening right here in the state of New Mexico. And they're creating this crisis. They're telling you right now, Oh, the loom, the crisis looms without big cuts to overtapped Colorado River. I told you last week, how do all of those things happen? Okay, where does the water go first, second, third, fourth, fifth? Okay, Nevada, California, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, and then New Mexico, roughly in that order. All I know is New Mexico is at the tail end. The AP talking about out of Salt Lake City, hydroelectric turbines may stop turning. Las Vegas and Phoenix may be forced to restrict water usage or growth. Farmers cease growing some crops. That's real. Fields of lettuce and melons to turn to dust. Why is that real? Because they're creating this. They wanted to cripple these states. Let's just go over these. Nevada, certainly gonna go red. In the gubernatorial, as uh, Lex Salt will likely be elected your next governor Nevada. Arizona, Kerry Lake. Certainly, uh, no pun intended there, saw that. Of course, Salt Lake City and Colorado is trending slightly to the right, and maybe New Mexico as well. What do you want to do if you are the left? You want to generate as much of a political crisis as possible. And before you roll your eyes at me and think that this is a problem, let me go back to the uh, report from Chongqing, China that they're generating weather events. We're dealing with it locally here, folks. Michelle Lujan Grisham and the Democrats have created this crisis. It's getting national attention. Las Vegas, New Mexico, with the foothills of the Rocky Mountain, buzzing chainsaw interrupt the serenity. Crews are hustling to remove charred trees and other debris that have been washing down the mountainsides in the wake of the largest wildfire in New Mexico's recorded history. Oh, but during one of the biggest Monsoon induced flooding times in the last 100 years in New Mexico. Kara also reporting on Carlsbad Caverns. That's how south it goes. Are evacuating from visitor center. Why is this being created all of a sudden? 150, have you been tracking the chemtrails? 150 tourists in Carlsbad Caverns were evacuated after rains caused roads out of the park to be impassable. News 13 spoke to one tourist who was still at the visitor center Saturday night. Even a park ranger told us he was never run into a situation like this. He's been here close to a year now. Flooding takes place throughout southeastern New Mexico. Dexter to Rio Dozo, Carlsbad Caverns all the way to El Paso. The Dexter Fire Rescue saved a man after his SUV was swept away by floodwaters. How bad is it? Well, they're even doing PSAs by way of the news. They're letting you know that the flooding threat continues with more evening storms. And even more than that, you've got instructions on how to escape many of these storms. The Gila River and Western Grant and Northern Hidalgo counties are threatened with flood warnings. From Fort Sumner to Hagerman and Pecos River, all across the Southwest through the Four Corners, they will be inundated with water. So how does a city like Las Vegas or a state like New Mexico become the victim of a government burn, okay? And now facing water shortages during a time when we are absolutely drowning in floods. ABC News actually report on this. Alongside the AP with Susan Montoya, Brian, and Brittany Peterson. That's right, folks. Even the liberal media can't pick this out. New 7 KOAT reporting one rescued after vehicles swept away in flooded stream in Chavez County near Roswell. Driving home and protection tips for floods. This coming by way of a PSA of KOAT in Albuquerque, Sasa Neninger is on the scene of the latest flood. Last night, Rio Doso flash flooding sweeps through homes. It's absolutely everywhere. They cannot keep their narrative up. It makes no sense. The latest monsoon storms continue to fire with a flood threat once again today. Temperatures remain below average for most of the week. A little warmer this weekend. It was certainly cool this weekend in Albuquerque and more rain than we have seen in a while. In fact, in recent memory in the last couple of decades, I have not seen this much rain. We'll talk about other things when we return. We'll go back to school when we return on am 600 Talk dot com. broadcasting from an undisclosed location.
1: Give
0: me five, give me that which I desire. Six eighteen here in the Kiva. I'm Eddie Rick on the Rock of Doc on EMCP ABQ.fm, rock of Doc dot com. Let's get back to school everyone's going back to school uh, by the way this was the first weekend where both cleveland high school and rear rancho high school where i used to call the games play by play all the time and certainly you know that i'm people doing so just by virtue of this broadcast here this afternoon i called those games all the time they have never both lost at home in the same weekend good write-up in the Albuquerque journal by james Yotis uh, I, I rarely uh, trumpet the reporting of other local reporters, and uh, I think that was something where he had to go back 3,254 days to find a time where both had lost at home, if ever, and I think that was uh, certainly uh, something that was of no. Well, we are all losing when it comes to education. New Mexico's 50th in education, ladies and gentlemen. You know that. I know that. We know that. Your administrators, Michelle Uhan Grisham knows that, your governess, well, They've got to do something to keep you interested in the election. Many of you guys have taken out student loan debts, and uh, especially those who are like center center right, decided to do the responsible thing and take on the student debt cancellation. Well, the Biden administration knows this, and uh, the student debt cancellation deadline near September one, and they might decide to go ahead and prolong it. The chair. President Barack Obama's Council of Economic Advisors, Jason Furman, says that forgiving student debt benefits, quote unquote, recent college grads and hurts most everyone else, both rich and poor. Joe Biden is considered forgiving the $10,000 of student debt per borrower. Furman argued that taxpayers will be left on the hook for the federal spending to the tune of nearly $2 trillion. $2 trillion, folks, that we cannot afford. U.S. Department of Education Secretary Miguel Cardona said last week that a decision is coming very soon. Former President Donald Trump also suspended the payments because of the COVID-19 in March of 2020. And that suspension was temporary, but it has been extended several times by the Biden administration and is now set to expire again. And uh, interest does not accrue during that time. Now, we want our students... Uh, to be focused on the future and not have to focus on the debt, but we all have debts, and they did decide to go ahead and take four years off so that they can hang out at the university, be cool, have fun, drink, party, and have as many hookups as they can, not to mention pick up pick a sexually transmitted disease and maybe a few bad habits. but you know, who's paying attention to that? We do need to talk about education and choice. You have a choice when it comes to education if you don't want your children to be subjected to the brainwashing you don't send them to public schools okay we have a huge crisis in our educational system and that has to do with making choices that people might be uncomfortable with because it's being forced upon them because they're forced to consider things like 32 different sexual prep or 57 different sexual preferences and choices 32 different i don't know lgbtq flags Youth mental health is in crisis. Even the lamestream media would acknowledge this. Are schools doing everything in their power to prevent it from being exacerbated? According to the AP, it's not. They think they need more political correctness. Well, besides some of the social constraints, what about the monetary constraints? It's more expensive to go to school. People are spending more and more money going back to school. Well, keeping up between Jordans and jeans and, I don't know, the latest doodads when it comes to technology. Inflation weighing heavily on back-to-school buying for many families. Here in states like New Mexico, one of two states, we have a quote-unquote tax holiday. I feel like we've got a tax holiday for, I don't know, the last forever when they implemented that. Inflation, well, year over year prices 15, 20, 25% more. Spending held steady for the evergreen items this year. However, last year, when we look at year over year, the items have increased at nearly 20%. Sales swings in opposite direction for both. Consumer products for the students wear and tear clothes and various other things not to mention school supplies school supplies have been being increasingly due to supply constraints that have been artificially created is school worth it colin blinkley writes about this i didn't really learn anything covid grads face college well you stayed at home you didn't have the quote-unquote college experience for the last two two and a half years you might want to think about your politically correct choices It was like high school was optional. It wasn't mandatory, said hope. I feel like I didn't really learn anything during my entire four-year career when I went to college. So we're spending all this money. Even if we do spend money when it comes to, I don't know, elementary and middle schools, are we getting what we want out of education? Well, if we choose like other blue territories, blue states, blue cities, what about the LA Unified School District? where folks literally one of the largest school districts in the entire country, 36,000 students enrolled in the LA Unified School District, the second largest school district in the United States. And guess what? They were absent from the first week of school. Even those people who get education quote unquote for free are not finding a value in education. The data shows 89% of students attended the first day of school on Monday, August 15th. That number, Rose slightly to 91.8% the following day, climbed to 92.8%, and reached its peak at 92.9% before falling back to 91.9%. Nearly 36,000 students have checked out of the school system in LA County. The same thing is happening, folks, in the Albuquerque Public Schools, which has gone from 89,000 to 83,000. They plan, how do they want to battle this back in LA? Launching a program, in the 2022-2023 school year that would quote unquote, create a team of counselors tasked with preventing chronic absenteeism. Yes, blame the students, blame the students. What about the curriculum? What about what you're teaching? What about maybe between transgenderism, teaching uh, I don't know, political correctness, black lives matter, queer ideology. Don't you think that those things would have a bigger impact on things? Maybe people are feeling uncomfortable for having conservative values maybe people are choosing charter schools Well, we're going to get a uh, announcement from the biden administration on whether or not those student loan payments will resume in the next week my guess based upon the 2022 polls that they have their internal polling and i think they'll be trailing by a lot i think the republicans have it this year they'll announce that decision and the decision will be to delay to delay the loan repayments on the payments that they've been paying in. The Albuquerque Journal went to the task with everyone and said, hey, we're back on campus. People are looking good. I love seeing people's faces. We relaxed the mask mandates back in March. Things look good. Oh my God, it's grown on me. I didn't like it as much as I got here, but it's bigger. There's a lot more stuff going on than Las Cruces. I love Albuquerque. Anybody tell her the number of femicides? And homicides here in the city of albuquerque likely not she was one of the roughly 1800 students who moved into unm's residence halls those blue lights still on for the uh, rapes on campus one of the highest rape incidents anywhere in the country at the university of new mexico by the way at some point we have to really ask ourselves is college worth it is school worth it is the education worth it are we better with Khan academy staying at home finding a better way I think the teachers have the answer on all this. Teachers are checking out, folks. Schools are looking in unusual places to deal with teacher shortage. Not only is there an absenteeism of students, there's an absenteeism of teachers. Folks, your educational system is failing. Established in 1979, do we really need a U.S. Department of Education? Gordon Deals writes about this. You heard it this morning on our radio programs. I'll share it in the notes at rockoftalk.chat Become a subscriber today. Folks, they don't care about the education of your students. They don't want them thinking for themselves. They are simply creatures of the state. And if they can teach them to become non-critical thinkers, and if they can teach them to focus on nothing more than to teach them what to think, not how to think, that is ultimately the goal of the US Department of Education. I mean, even Betsy DeVos would like the whole entire thing disbanded. I send my children to private school. You might send your children to private school, to Christian school. There's a private Christian school that's gonna be asking gay trans kids to leave. This is according to NBC News, written up at the Daily Caller a letter by a school administrator, Barry McQueen of Grace Christian School and Valrico, Florida, reemphasizes school policy that asks any student who's engaging in any form of homosexuality, lesbianism, bisexual, transgender identity, lifestyle, self-identification, BCL, incest, fornication, adultery, and pornography to leave the school, according to a June 6 letter obtained by NBC News. The man is now receiving... You guessed it folks, death threats. The man is receiving death threats. So despite the fact in New York state where the New York governor says no more COVID rules in school, the political correct police are out and you will do as we say, or we will threaten you. That head of the Christian school and the family get death threats after the school excludes LGBTQ students Kids in Wisconsin have taken it a step further. Parents in Wisconsin have taken it a step further. That's a swing state. Wisconsin school district bans teachers from displaying pride BLM flags and preferred pronouns. They said black lives matter thin blue line and we back the badge signs and flags can also be considered political. At this point, they're looking to eliminate everything. Isn't that why we have dress codes? And finally, folks, that teacher shortage issue stems from quote unquote, according to the federal government, a lack of respect meaning they just need more money. Back after a quick break here in the Kiva on AM6 Energy here in the Kiva on am 600 and ABQ at com. That's rockup.com. we got an important show on Wednesday. In-studio guest Brian will be with us and uh, he was uh, on hand for the second to latest homicide uh, Saturday night. We'll get to that uh, shortly but um, boy got the report from ABQ Raw. Good job guys for getting that stuff out and uh It's not exactly what Brian witnessed firsthand. I got the video 5 a.m. Saturday morning, and the Albany Police Department is lying to you. Not to mention, I still don't have a scanner, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I do not have a scanner, and uh, there's no way you can get an accurate read on the number of homicides. To our count, we have 96 homicides. To ABQ's Raw's count, I believe that they have 111 homicides. I believe uh, to the city of Albuquerque's count, I think they have 81 homicides. Uh, you know, I think the truth is somewhere in between. We're between that number. We're paying attention. I think we're at uh, 96, 98 homicides uh, on the year. And what do we do with uh, those that we have uh, solved? Well, the jails aren't keeping them incarcerated. It doesn't look good. Five New Mexico jails are less than half staffed. That's according to KOB Channel 4. They're having to move inmates at this point. The 26-county jails and detention centers are suffering from staff shortages. At least one has resorted to transporting inmates to other facilities, including one to Texas. We cannot afford to pay for our own. That's right, folks. Despite the amount of surplus, record-breaking number of people who are in bracket amount that's coming from the federal government, we cannot pay for the crimes that are being committed, we don't want to commit them to any sentences. Remember, this is the home for George Soros, where your DA, who won with 100000 is likely to be the AG with uh, not having to raise a single dollar if he wanted to. Otero County Detention Center in Alamogordo, which is half-staffed with 32 officers, reached a critical point two weeks ago when there weren't enough officers to walk the floor among the inmates, prompted administrations to help from other facilities. Fight agreed to house more than 100 inmates between them, he said. What type of inmates, what type of bad people are out there? Well, just look at uh, all the um, violent things that are happening. And in fact, the police were on site for the latest. That one happening this morning. And they weren't able to bring them in. Arizona police are doing what they can to uh, bring Albuquerque murder suspect shots uh, to justice. The Albuquerque Police Department isn't doing anything. They're not resourced. They're not given the right tools, despite the best intention of the men in blue, women in blue here in the city of Albuquerque. They're just not doing their job. They're taking reports. Must be totally unsatisfactory for many of those police officers out there to want to do the best things on behalf of their community. Even the fire department can't do the best because they've got to jump through so many hoops. I wish I was your mayor. I wish I could do more we got a drunk driver with a pedestrian killed and two homicides. Your latest here in the crime report to kick off here this Monday evening. Pedestrian killed and crashed. Driver arrested, according to Tucker and Boto from the Albuquerque Journal. Man walking on a sidewalk near Old Town was hit and killed by a suspected drunken driver on Sunday morning. This happened 5 a.m. The young man, very young, in a Dodge Challenger, drunk, out of his mind. Hit the north side of Central near a bus stop They did not identify the pedestrian who suffered, but they didn't identify one Jonathan Jesse Sandoval Whose parents after he removed the license plate from the Challenger and drove home maybe for some additional I don't know advice His parents told him to turn himself in That's good parenting Driving west on Central, lost control while traveling at a high rate of speed, according to Albuquerque Police Department spokeswoman Rebecca Atkins. Vehicle struck the curb, continuing the sidewalk, struck a man before crashing into a power line pole, coming to arrest in the Walgreens parking lot. And you know exactly where that's at: Old Town and Central. The suspected drunk driver, Jesse Sandoval, in custody. Good-looking young man, but uh, certainly out of his mind at the time. No idea about the. BAC on him. According to the documents, video from the city's Real Time Crime Center captured his Black Dodge driving on top of the sidewalk on the north side of the central and struck a pedestrian at the bus stop. Hey, I think that's positive news. Real time crime center capturing all this is certainly good. Pedestrian losing his life, certainly not. Jonathan had a bloodshot, watery eyes, and could smell that he had an odor of alcohol. Maybe a bad night all around. My condolences to the family who lost the man who was walking at that time, likely probably involved in something that was positive between cooking breakfast or doing something positive for the community. I can only assume that. I got the video of the man who was shot dead at an uptown complex. You can pick this up on Albuquerque Raw. bravo to them. Staff putting this together on uh, the 20th, Saturday morning at 9.30 a.m., Friday night going into Saturday morning, and this is all incorrect information, and I will prove it to you on Wednesday. Around 4.45 a.m., a a man was dropped off at the Caseman Hospital in Wyoming. The man was the victim of at least one gunshot wound. The man was beyond help and died at Caseman. I got the video. From a man who was taking his daughter there at 3.30 in the morning. The times are off. He got shot at 6250 Indian School. Which is also known as the Villas at Uptown. Boy. Couldn't be a nicer area. According to the report. And some of this is actually correct. Okay. This is the 111th homicide of 2022. Now we're at 112 according to ABQ Raw. They were searching for him. They found him almost immediately because the guy was dropped off at the hospital, literally yells in, I have the video. My buddy was just shot. My buddy was just shot. We've got all the video. The man was dead on arrival, but because the Albuquerque police department did not want to process that drop off point as a crime scene, The doctors admitted him into the hospital before pronouncing him dead. The Albuquerque Police Department should have processed the area outside of Caseman Hospital as the crime scene as to where he was dropped off. But they did not, could not. And the times are completely and totally off. We're going to get into this uh, with some real witnesses who have video that is time stamped. On how the Albuquerque Police Department is lying to you, folks. This man was shot dead at the Uptown Albuquerque apartment complex. Driven two and a half miles directly to Casman. Not good. Not good when we're trying to get accurate information. And the Albuquerque Police Department was very lazy in processing the latest homicide, the second latest homicide here in this community. And finally. A woman shot and killed abt officers actually witnessed the shooting more irresponsibility on behalf of apd and not because they want to be responsible but because they have to because of the department of justice Aubrey hovey journal assistant city editor has the report on this one they're looking for a man quote unquote who say they shot and killed a woman in front of officers in front of officers wait a crime can actually happen in front of the officers themselves near Second and Central, corner of Main and Main. You saw my photo, what I did for Mayor. That was at the corner of uh, Second and Central. 30 say at least one officer fired on the shooter after he killed the woman, but the suspect was not struck, and now there is still a manhunt. Even though the officers witnessed the shooting, Chief of Medina said the officers were in the area responding to a di- this dispute about at 1.15 a.m. when the shooting occurred. You couldn't bring the guy in? Are officers even trained at this point? Are they so completely worthless that they cannot find the guy that they witness a woman, a female, femicide being shot to death at 2nd and Central? Responding officers, quote, unquote, according to the Albuquerque Journal, literally witnessed the shooting and weren't able to take the subject into custody. Folks, if that is happening in the city of Albuquerque, how can you even tell me you feel safe in the 505? They're adding that offenders are becoming more and more brazen. Oh, they're too tough to take down. We're going to have to be kind of cool. We got to figure sort of a better way to kind of engage with the, the public. No. Police have identified the victim as 21 year old female Melina Jones. If 911 doesn't work and you can't pick up the phone to call and officers are there witnessing you being shot and they cannot bring the suspect in. Does anybody in the city of Albuquerque at this point feel safe? If this is a lie, folks i don't know what else to tell you but we are the highest per capita on a per capita basis per 100,000, in terms of the number of murder according to the albuquerque raw numbers and those are the best ones to go against in the entire country in fact not only are we the top in the country on a per capita basis we are top 20 or excuse me top 50 in the world That's 550-5500 if you want to go ahead and text in to the Kiva this afternoon. Crime in Albuquerque is bad. We covered back to school as whether the weather, rain, floods, and droughts, and thanks for trying to disagree with me on the La Nina. That certainly is interesting, folks. I don't care. We're going to cover COVID. Fauci resigning and, well, of course, the uh, local media doing its very best to be as blue as they possibly can. I'll read some of your text as well. Thanks everybody for tuning in on AM600CAD, the ABC newsletter uh, from you here on the money. 648 here in the Kiva final segment here. For all the notes, you want all the articles, you want all the information, subscribe directly at rockoftalk.chat. That's rockoftalk.chat. I almost feel like I should get all this information out for the show. If you think that that's good, I'll be happy to go ahead and uh, do that. I've been doing the show now seven years. We covered a lot of ground, top to bottom, Trump raid affidavits whether or not to release them, how to release them, why they haven't released them, and what you need to know. What's in the boxes? You've got the information right there, as well as uh, Kushner and the rest of the info that's coming out. Weaponization of the three-letter agencies, IRS, CIA, FBI, right? The Fascist Bureau Investigation. Weaponization of those uh, three letters all covered in the first hour, as well as CNN and the false media. Brian Stelter, a little longer part of that. Uh, Hour two included. The CNN and the false uh, media, Biden in the Trump midterms and what's on stake and uh, Arizona, Georgia, Florida, Florida, Georgia line right there. Let's hold the line uh, for the Republicans as well as the Pennsylvania, the wishy-washy Pennsylvania area. And why you need to go ahead and support Dr. Oz as much as you possibly can, despite the fact that he is not the best Republican. I would agree with that. But uh, it's just a, an extreme tar and feathering. This is what happens when you remove all support of every Republican, as well as the rhinos, including Pence liz cheney well let's not forget ben crenshaw and all of that i mean there's a lot to cover there and then third hour here we've covered weather rain floods and droughts and don't tell me about la nina when there's type of flooding that's happening in other places and china continuing to use chemicals to generate rain to protect its green harvest stop ignoring me this is not crazy talk we'll also talk about back to school You can get that on the podcast and crime in Albuquerque. We're now up to 96 on our count, 111 on ABQ Raw's count, and uh, 83 on the city of Albuquerque's count. And uh, finally, it was a big day for COVID. The COVIDiots have uh, always tried to use uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci as much as they possibly uh, could. And uh, he has now announced his firm retirement. That's right, folks. His firm retirement uh, from the Biden administration, regardless of what happens. He's going to step down after decades as a top U.S. infection expert, that no doubt coming from the liberal left. 81 year old Fauci directs the quote unquote National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. While the COVID 19 pandemic introduced him to millions of Americans, he's given the straight talk to the nation about numerous outbreaks. There's nothing less straight talkie than Anthony Fauci himself. He just got booed off the field in Seattle, Washington, as he threw the first pitch last Thursday uh, that was there. Now, he stepping down in December, and I think he expected to stay on as long as Joe Biden was president. We can only get Joe Biden to go ahead and uh, um, remove himself. Rand Paul came out immediately, Fauci's resignation will not prevent a full-throated investigation of in the origins of the pandemic. He will be asked to testify under oath regarding any discussions he participated in concerning the lab link. That's right, that's the Wuhan link. Was there gain of function done over there? Well, we're gonna get into that. And I think Rand Paul, my favorite senator, certainly people who listen to the Kiva, their favorite senator, are gonna re- agree with that. He roasted after lying. He was roasted after lying. He was and is the biggest cheerleader for the lockdowns. Nobody has uh, recommended more lockdowns than Fauci himself, folks. When it became clear that we had a community spread in the country, I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. Direct words from Anthony Fauci. He boasted back in 2021. If someone refuses to vaccine the general public, there's nothing you can do about that, he also said in 2020 before supporting the vaccine mandates, folks. Mandates, that's what he wanted. So uh, he did not get that, and uh, you have a choice. And uh, shout-out to all my friends there at Sandia National Labs who didn't take it and who followed my lead on all that. For that, I appreciate you. So there are people who want to abuse their children by giving them the COVID-19 vaccines for children under the age of 5. KOAT tried to gaslight the entire market, by saying, hey, if you're having trouble finding COVID-19s for your children under five, you're not alone. Oh, then they have the parents and their search, the mom with her Coke. I've been to almost two months since the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention approved the vaccines for kids under five, but here we can't find, my child is high risk. I tried Walgreens, but they only do five years and up. That's what's happening here locally. KOAT reached out to the Department of Health and they gave us a statement saying, pharmacies perform the majority of COVID-19 vaccinations for the rest of the population? Many don't serve younger age groups. Wow. I believe Michelle Lujan Grisham just a couple of months back was recommending them for children under the age of five. Remember with her hat, she's also came out and said that uh, she absolutely thinks that she's going to be winning uh, the 2022 election, uh, by the way. We still need to get some real advice. Pfizer is actually seeking OK of updated COVID vaccine booster for the fall. They have yet to receive it. Food and Drug Administration ordered vaccine makers to tweak their shots to target BA4 and BA5, those the latest strains, that are better than ever at dodging immunity from earlier vaccinations or infections. They said, quote, unquote, it's going to be really important that people this fall and winter get the new shots. Oh, is it now? Just like the previous two years, how helpful has that been? You know, folks, if this was real... Groups like RFK Jr.'s, that's it, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s anti vaccine group, wouldn't be getting kicked off of Instagram and Facebook. And that's the latest group that's been banned. In fact, he's an attorney, son of Robert F. Kennedy, in Albany, New York. They both suspended the Children's Health Defense from its platforms for repeated violation of its quote unquote COVID 19 misinformation. That's right. In a statement, the Children's Health Defense had hundreds of thousands of followers at the time of its suspension, according to the statement from the organization, which also noted that it sued Facebook over its moderation policies to no avail. Facebook is acting here as a surrogate for the federal government's crusade to silence any and all criticism of draconian government policies, according to Robert F. Kennedy. And doesn't every leftist trust to Kennedy? So I think what we need to start looking at is the timing of Dr. Fauci's Announcement: A curiously convenient date, according to Red State for his retirement. Rand Paul has now responded, and Rand Paul now addressing Dr. Fauci and deciding to hold, vowing to hold Dr. Fauci accountable for his crimes against the state. Remember, grab all these notes and everything else uh, directly at rockoftalk.chat Chat. That's talk Chat. If you want all the news and then some, let me read uh, your um wonderful text uh, for the day uh dan crenshaw is a one-eyed john mccain that's hilarious i think that's good nasa hopes to have the first woman and a woman of color on the moon by 2025 hey Eddie, good evening there are some serious storms brewing to the north everyone be safe please stop i don't want to hear about the storms or anything else at this point i really just really stop stop gaslighting me um here's this good uh Danelle says the democrats can't win on issues so they donate to who they think is the weaker republican all in hopes of their democrat candidate beating them they've got their opposition trolls out in full force not to mention every time i research something on the line there's always not one but several fact checks that are spinning the lies that confuse voters that's what's happening here in new mexico who are these ignorant fact checkers rhinos exist but i truly believe these trolls are trying to divide us with their ml misinformation so that we eat our own only for we the people to be defeated as hungry losers now is the time to unite before it's too late dr oz was a cardiothoracic surgeon who eventually made regular appearances on the oprah show he educated viewers on how to take care of their health he shared the truth and exposed unfounded myths Due to his popularity dr oz show was born his show had high ratings dr oz sacrificed the popular show to give back politically for all the opportunities he and his family were given from america from turkey he went to harvard and the university of pennsylvania where he met his wife lisa she's from pennsylvania as well their daughter was born there the is spinning lies by dr oz and herschel walker so they can confuse and conquer republican voters it's time to wake up to the truth before it is too late when democrat leaders ran out of the COVID money they jumped on the federal emergency money for flooding and fires i'm loving our global warming cooler temperatures in new mexico right now ironically liberal loons want to serve the planet by controlling Mother Nature's climate, which is impossible at the expense of harming the environment, Democrat policies are like termites that destroy everything in sight. Wow. Those are the texts of the day. yeah, hey, I really hate to bust your bubble, but we're in a major La Nina. How about eat me? How about that? It's creating the floods and the droughts, not humans. Shut up. I'm really tired of that. It's raining like Dickens out here in Los, Los Ranchos. Mucho todo, bro. Oh, that's cool. And then finally, excellent show today, Eddie. You are in the groove. More information than I've ever got here in the Kiva. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. That's rockoftalk.com. All in all, I don't know how many links we have in today's show, but we've got all of the subjects covered. I certainly hope that you decide to go ahead and take these links from today's show, share them far and wide, build your narrative, get the information out, support Republican candidates, no matter who they are. And uh, I really had a lot of fun on today's show today. Uh, Sorry, I'm not taking your phone calls or very many of your texts. You can always text in as always, I'm very responsive. Thanks, Brian, for all that you do by getting in your information. I really feel like God is on our side. I hope that you guys really start to think uh, more, You know. Firmly about the, volu- the, the values that back us. I wish that we were Arizona. I wish that we were Texas. I wish that we were Utah, Colorado, or any of these, um, you know, states that are surrounding us. I desperately want New Mexico and Albuquerque to be a better place, but it's hard. Uh, given its current uh, political environment for it to be that. So thanks, everybody, for, for uh, being here. Eric, thanks for being in the studio. Thanks for doing the sound checks this afternoon. Thanks to Nat and Jay Bird uh, for all that you do. Thanks to all of our uh, Saturday programmers uh, as well. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow, 4 p.m. on a Tuesday on AMC. Thank